Hello and welcome to Tommy's Story Mama. And who is here today? <laughs> Hello. Well, he is just jumping on the bed. So we have a jumper here today. And Ethan went off to his first basketball practice. So he is not joining us again. He's had a busy schedule this week. Well, this book is called If I Ran the Zoo. And Connor requested this book. This is a Dr. Seuss book. So it's a very popular one. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Oh, are you a monkey? Mm-hmm. Are you part of the zoo? <laughs> I am your little monkey. You're my little monkey. So this is If I Ran a Zoo. And this was originally published in 1950. That was a long time ago. Yeah, a long, long, long time. So, we'll get started. Bless, bless you. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Okay. It's a pretty good zoo, said young Gerard McGrew. And the fellow who runs it seems proud of it, too. But if I ran the zoo, said young Gerard McGrew, I'd make a few changes. That's just what I do. The lions and tigers and that kind of stuff they have up here now are not quite good enough. You see these things? You see things like this? These in just any old zoo. They're awfully old fashioned. I want something new. So he's saying that lions and tigers are old-fashioned. Do you think they're old-fashioned? No. <laughs> and you are learning about animals at school right now, right? Yeah, and they're not old-fashioned. Nobody said it at this school. Miss Gerard McGrew is saying they're old-fashioned. And you have a zoo field trip coming up. Mm-hmm. So maybe you get to see some of these old-fashioned animals. <laughs> what if when you like read the card of them... Uh, 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 the lion and tiger one is uh, the old-fashioned. I don't know. Let's see. So I'd open each cage. I'd unlock every pen. Well, the animals go and start over again. And somehow or other, I think I could find some beast of a much more unusual kind. A four-footed lion. It's not much of a beast. The one in my zoo will have 10 feet at least. Five legs on the left and five more on the right. Then people will stare and they'll say, what a sight. This zookeeper, new keeper, Gerald's quite keen. That's the gold darnest lion I have ever seen. Can you imagine a lion with 10 feet? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> my new zoo, McGrew Zoo, will make people talk. My new zoo, Bagruzu, will make people gawk at the strangest odd creatures that ever did walk. I'll get for my zoo a new sort of hen who roosts in another hen's topknot and then another one roosts in the topknot of his and another on his and another in his and so forth and upward and onward. Gee whiz. But that's just a start. I'll do better than that. They'll see me next day in my zookeeper's hat, coming into my zoo with an elephant cat. They'll be so surprised, they'll all swallow their gum. They'll ask when they see my strange animals come, where do you suppose he gets things like that from? His animals all have such very odd faces. 
I'll bet he must hunt them in rather odd places. And that's what I'll do, said young Gerard McGrew. If you want to catch beasts you don't see every day, you have to go places quite out of the way. You have to go places no others can get to. You have to get cold and you have to get wet too. Up past the North Pole where the frozen winds squeal, I'll go and I'll hunt in my skeagle mobile and bring back a family of what do you know? And that's how my new zoo, McGruzu, will grow. I'll hunt in the mountains of Zom- Zomba Matant. <laughs> I love Dr. Seuss because he has fun words. Zomba Matant. With helpers who all wear their eyes at a slant and capture a fine fluffy bird called the Bustard who only eat custard with sauce made of mustard. And also a very fine beast called the Flustered, who only eats mustard with sauce made of custard. <laughs> I'll catch him in caves and I'll catch him in brooks. I'll catch him in crannies and I'll catch him in nooks that you don't read about in geography books. I'll catch him in countries that no one can spell, like the country of Matafapadafapel. In a country like. <laughs> yes. Matafapadafapel. In a country like that, if a hunter is clever, he'll hunt up some beast that you never saw ever. I'm, 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 I'm hey guys out there. Guess what? The, do you know that story? Where I saw Mill on Mulberry Street. Yes, yeah, so we're not gonna say our street because everyone can hear. <laughs> I, I, I saw. I saw someone riding a cat passed by. He saw someone riding a cat earlier today on our streets. And he was big and the cat was small. That is crazy. I missed it because he went by already. That is impossible. Is it? Yeah. Well, let's get back to the zoo. Yeah. I'll load up five boats with a family of jokes whose feet are like cows but wear squirrel skin coats and sit down like dogs but have voices like goats. Excepting they can't sing the very high notes. And then I'll go down to the wilds of Nantucket and capture a family of lunks in a bucket. Then people will say, now I like that boy heaps. His new zoo zoo is growing by leaps. He captures them wild and he captures them meek. He captures them slim and he captures them sleek. What do you suppose he will capture next week? I'll capture one tiny. I'll capture one cute. I'll capture a deer that no hunter would shoot. A deer that's so nice he could sleep in your bed if it weren't for those horns that he has on his head. (laughs) And speaking of horns that are just a bit queer, I'll bring back a very odd family of deer. A father, a mother, two sisters, a brother whose horns are connected from one to the other. Whose horns are so mixed they can't tell them apart. Can't tell where they end and can't tell where they start. Each deer's mighty puzzled. He's never yet found if his horns are hers or the other way around. I'll capture them fat and I'll capture them scrawny. I'll capture a scragglefoot mulligatawny. That, that, that one's his. That one. <laughs> yeah, so if all their horns are connected together, it's like a big maze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A high-stepping animal fast as the wind from the blistering sands of the desert of Zind. This beast is the beast of the brave chieftain's ride when they want to go fast to find some place to hide. If a Malakatani is fine for my zoo, and so is a chieftain, I'll bring one back too. Mm-hmm. 
in the far western part of the southeast North Dakota lives a very fine animal called Iota. But I'll capture one who is even much finer in the northeastern west part of South Carolina. <laughs> I don't know if y'all get that, but there's like South Carolina, so you know it's already south. But now they're in the northeastern west part. <laughs> That's hilarious to mama because it's like they're in every single direction then. When the people see him, you saw one. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. When the people see him, they will say, "Now by thunder, this new zoo, McGrew Zoo, is really a wonder." I was surrounded. <laughs> Most beasts are quite friendly, but still, in some lands, some beasts are too dangerous to catch with bare hands. For those that are ugly and vicious and mean, I'll build a bad animal catching machine. It's rather expensive to build such a kit, but with a hunter, with it, a hunter can never get bit. A zoo should have bugs, so I'll capture a girl whose legs are snarled up in a terrible snarl. And then I'll go out and I'll capture some chugs, some keen shooter, mean shooter, bean shooter bugs. I'll go to the African island of Yurka and bring back a tizzletop tufted mazurka, a kind of canary with a t- quite a tall throat. His neck is so long if he swallows an oat for breakfast the first day of April. They say it has to go down such a very long way that it gets to his stomach the 15th of May. So he swallows an oat the first day of April and it takes a month and a half to get all the way to his tummy. That's a long time. I'll bag a big bug who is very surprising, a feller who has a propeller for rising. And zooming around, making a cross-country hops from Texas to Boston with only two stops. Now that sort of thing for a bug is just tops. And when I've caught him, then the next thing you know, I'll go and I'll capture a wild tic-tac-toe. With X's that win and with zeros that lose, he'll look mighty good in the zoo of McGrews. So it looks like you can play tic-tac-toe on his tummy. I'll bring back a gusset, a gherkin, a gasket, and also a gooch from the wind wilds of Nantucket. An eight Persian princess will carry the basket. But what their names are, I don't know, so don't ask it. In a cave in Khartoum lives a beast called a Natch that no other hunter has been able to catch. He's hidden for years in this cave with a pout, and no one's been able to make him come out. But I'll coax him out with a wonderful meal that's cooked by my cooks and my cooker mobile. They'll fix up a dish that is just to his taste. Three chicken croquets made of library paste, then sprinkled with peanut chucks, pickled and spiced, then baked at 600 degrees and iced. It's mighty hard cooking to cook up such feast, but that's how this new zoo, McGruzu, gets beasts. I'll go to the faraway mountains of Topsk, near the river of Nopsk, and I'll bring back an Opsk, a sort of thing, a sort of a kind of a thingamabopsk, <laughs> who only eat rhubarb and corn on the Kopsk. Then people will flock to my zoo in a Mopsk. <laughs> McGrew, they will say, does a wonderful Jopsk. He hunts with such vim and he hunts with such vigor. His new zoo, McGrew Kazoo, gets bigger and bigger. 
And speaking of birds, there's the Russian Paluski, whose head ski is red ski and belly is blue ski. I'll get one of them for my Zuski Magruski. Then the whole town would gasp. Why this boy never sleeps? No keeper before ever kept what he keeps. There's no telling what that young fellow will do. And then, just to show them, I'll sell to Katru and bring back an Itchkutch, a Preep, a Nurkle, a Nerd, a Prue, and a Seer Sucker, too. I, I, I wish I had a propeller to fly. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hunt in the jungles of Hipponohungus and bring back a flock of wild Bobungus. Biponobungus. <laughs> the Biponobungus from Hipponohungus are better than those down in Diponodungus. And smarter than those out in Nipponongus, and that's why I'll catch them in Hipponongus instead of those others in Nungus and Dungus. And people will say when they see these bips bounding, this zookeeper, new keeper, simply astounding. He travels so far that you think he would drop. When do you suppose this young fellow will stop? Stop? Well, I should. But I won't stop until I've captured the Fizza Mawizza Madil, the world's biggest bird from the island of Grok, who only eats pine trees and spits out the bark. And boy, when I get him back home to my park, the whole world will say, Young McGrew's made his mark. He's built a zoo better than Noah's whole ark. These wonderful, marvelous beasts that he chooses have made him the greatest of all the McGrewses. Wow, they'll all cheer. What this zoo must be worth is a goddarnest zoo on the face of the earth. Yes, that's what I do to young Gerard McGrew. I'd make a few changes if I ran the zoo. So you are going to the zoo with your class at Discovery School. So we want to give a shout out to your class for... The best school on the earth, Discovery School, where you get to play and you have an upstairs in your classroom and you are officially a kindergartner. Do you think you're going to? So we want to say thank you to Mrs. Bresenio and thank you to Mrs. Kim for caring for our little kindergartners at Discovery School. Thank you to Miss Mary as well and everyone that has made our little community and our little family and helped us. Through the years. So shout out to Discovery School. Say thank you, Discovery School. Thank you, Discovery School. And I don't know, maybe at your zoo, we may see some of those creatures out there, huh? What do you think? Yeah. Not those old-fashioned lions and tigers and bears, huh? Uh, 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 but I want to see the, thing, the picture after the story. Yeah, there is a picture. So we have, it's, um, it has a whole bunch of Dr. Seuss stories in here, but they give a little bit of history after each book story. Um, so, but we, so I'm going to show them the pictures, but it's, these are some really cool animals that he thought of. And who knows, right? Maybe we will see some of these. But we hope you have a wonderful day. Have a great weekend. And we hope you join us next week. Bye. Bye.